Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. You guys glad to be back? I'm glad to be back. I'm glad yeah, to be here back. for season 10. This week, we're sponsored by our parents' expectations. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. Hi, hi. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, hi. Hi. Um, hi. Hi, Aka. Hi. <laughs> I'm also, hey, we're still doing that. <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam. Try to think of a funny nickname before the show starts. Anderson. Uh, that was filler text that I. <laughs> All right. Care, well, care to comment on that failure? <laughs> the sheer uh, bit rate of that horn is just—it's really good quality. I don't want to talk about the bit rate. That's inappropriate. <laughs> If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues and moves to the next question. And this episode is all about failure and scene. <laughs> I have well, that's your show? Yeah. I, well, you know, this is the, the preloaded front matter there was all to, to help lead you to the topic. See? Because I've, because I, because I failed at Adam's nickname. Do you get it? Uh, yeah. I, I like I got it because I we wrote it together. I have today's first question, so I'm going to d- give that question to you. What failure will you probably continue to make forever, Adam? I will forever, for the rest of my life, continue to buy ingredients to make food at home, and then go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stop doing this. I will buy I will buy a sack of potatoes, use one of the potatoes, and then six months later realize I have a bunch of potatoes growing in my cupboard and throw all the rest of the sack of potatoes away. I have so many this ingredients. Is the life cycle of my food. So many ingredients for projects I never did. Yeah. Um, I will buy I will buy a bag of salad. I will have a bowl of salad. I will eat a bowl of salad and then let the rest of the salad rot in my fridge. Oh, that's not that that turns yeah. into nastiness. I know it's nasty. That's why it's a failure. <sighs> what do you have? Do you have anything currently that you, um, that's just yesterday I threw away a bag of salad and some potatoes. Right now in my fridge I have some homemade pizza sauce mm. that I am intending to put on a pizza at some point. How, how long ago did that's you, gonna happen? How long ago did putting you make it on ice cream? <laughs> Probably like three or four days ago, I think, was when I made pizza. And I just had some pizza sauce left over. It's enough for another whole pizza, but I didn't have the dough for it. Right. Um Let's see here. What else do I have in my fridge? So my we should really be live tweeting this. <laughs> I've got some. I think I have some ham in there. Well, I mean, ham lasts a long time. You know what I mean. From at least Christmas. you're sure about it. Mm. <laughs> you got to make some ham beans. How does ham? How long does ham last? Because every time I open my fridge, I'm like, oh hey, that ham's still here. How long have you how had? How long it? does ham last? Since Christmas. No, it's done. You're, you're done. <laughs> it, it lasts like two. It lasts like two or three weeks. Well, okay. It depends on what kind of ham is it. Is it is it like a ham, like on like on a like on a ham bone? 
It was, but I cut it off. So it's not it's not attached. It's not one hunk. It's like slices of ham. Yeah. If it's slices of ham, yeah, I'd give it a few weeks. But it sounds like you're on the no-go but you zone. wouldn't give it two months. No. So the foodandsafety.gov <laughs> says spiral ham and leftovers from consumed cooked hams refrigerates up to three to five days. Freezes Man, up to one to two. whatever. I've eaten them after like three weeks. I'm oh, I saying. have some sausage in my fridge too. Some raw sausage. Kay. That's probably that. Yeah, that's not something you want to play around with. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's oh. not from Christmas. It's from when I made the pizza. Sounds like you need to clean your fridge. That's all that's in my fridge. <laughs> Those are the only there, things in my fridge. <laughs> you, you know, there's um. There's like these this uh recipe I keep meaning to meaning to make it's cardamom loaf. It, it like I just saw a picture of this thing and I was like cardamom loaf. Hmm. But I keep buying all the ingredients for it and then setting them out on my counter. I'm like, all right, let's make some cardamom loaf and then I look at the recipe and I'm like ah, oh, dang it. I forgot cardamom. <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'll go get some cardamom. And I get the cardamom, and I, like, a few weeks later, I set out all the ingredients, and I'm like, crap, I forgot candied ginger. Like, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I don't know how. There's only, like, six ingredients, but I keep – or I, like, lose one of the ingredients. I'm, like, destined to never make this cardamom loaf. It's very sad. Why do you go to Taco Bell? What What happened to you? It was just an example of a bad, of, uh, okay. like one of the bad things that I do. I do often go to Taco Bell. Usually it's when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> How often and do you I go to Taco Bell a week? Don't want to feel better. Um, maybe once a week. That's like me and McDonald's. McDonald's is, I'm depressed, I can't even food. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, That's I'm good. depressed. I don't deserve to be happy. <laughs> right, so I'm going right. to go to Taco Bell. I, I just write a thing that try. <laughs> I just write a thing that Taco Bell is going to start delivering. I'm like, well, that's terrible. I'm just never oh, going to leave no. the house again. Oh, dear. Well, for that's two bad. reasons. Number one, it's delivered. Number two <laughs> is number two from the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud of that joke. <laughs> I'm proud of well, every joke. <laughs> welcome to season ten, new patrons. If you're if you're uh, if you're new to the show, <laughs> Aaron makes poop jokes. If you're new to the show, we'll miss you. Thanks for stopping by this one time. <laughs> nice to have you, um, Andrew. What about you? What's what's something you probably continue mistake you continue to make? Some mistake that I continue to make is also food related because they're funny. Food's funny. Food food is funny. So um so I've stopped um eating cold cereal because uh-huh. as I've gotten older, my body has started not to be able to handle milk the same way it used to. Oh buddy. That's true. And so so the thing is I don't so I don't buy cereal, I don't buy milk. Yeah. Very often. I can still like bake with it. So sometimes if I need it to like for a recipe, I'll still, I'm okay. Yeah. But I just can't have milk. But there'll be like once every like six months, I'll be at someone's house or we have people over. So I buy some cereal. I'm like, 
you know, certainly sounds really good right now. And I have some, it was worst mistake ever. <laughs> I thought cancel my plans for the day. <laughs> I just like, no, this is, this is it. And I do it every time, every time that I've like presented with the opportunity to eat some cereal. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Cause I used to love cereal. Yeah. Me and too. I just can't do it. Sometimes I'll use like almond milk and that's fine, but it's like almond milk is like kind of expensive compared to the amount of milk you get. So I just don't yeah. get it very often. Like uh, one almond milk is like enough milk for um, a, a bowl of cereal. Well, let's yeah. be honest. It's like four bowls of cereal, but you like put a little milk in, put a little. You know, yeah. yeah. Four <laughs> bowls of cereal or one breakfast. You don't count. Yeah. You don't count a bowl of cereal by how many bowls. It's by how, how many sittings of milk. Because well, yeah. the, 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 the way they get you is you put you pour in the cereal and then you pour the milk on and you eat the cereal and then you're left with some milk and you're like, well, I obviously need to put some more cereal in and use this milk. So you put more cereal in and then you're like, eh, it's a little dry. So you put in more milk. <laughs> Do that until you run out of either cereal or milk. <laughs> you know, there's some people out there who are still eating cereal at this to this day. From the same bowl, just years. <laughs> it's a Sisyphean bowl. <laughs> their parents are significant others keep on buying milk and cereal without knowing what they're dooming their loved ones to. <laughs> yeah, I can't have I can't have milk. For me, what it does, let me know let me know if this is what happens to you. It's like it feels almost like you 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 eat or drink the milk and you're like, oh, it's not so bad. And then like Maybe like two minutes after you're done, it feels like your stomach has turned into some sort of diesel engine that like there's too much activity going on in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, like it's like a, a compost tumbler. Like will, stuff's getting hot. It's it's changing compositions. There's it's like chemistry uh, happening. It's what I imagine it's like when people say they're going on a detox. <laughs> but really fast. Just get <laughs> it's amazingly fast. Uh, so if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get access to a special <laughs> download link of all of our episodes where we edit out all talk about our gutty works. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. That's a lot of work. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my answer is uh, is food related too. Hey, look at us. Yeah, look look at us. Um, I have this talking about food. This is kind of similar to the the cereal bowl um issue. I will forever use like I will forever take too many condiments. Like too much condiments. <laughs> like if you give me uh a a a plate with some french fries on it and then you give me like uh, a thing of ketchup, and I'm gonna like squirt ketchup onto that plate for my French fries. I will, yeah. whatever I squirt, no matter how much I'm thinking, just, just, this is just a little bit. And then if I need more, I'll go back. Like, don't overdo it, Aaron. It ends up being like all the ketchup. Like, I, you, like, I, <laughs> I'm done, and there's no, there's like, the plate is still just covered in ketchup. Like, I don't know how to go easy on condiments. I think that's a pretty common thing for a lot of people. Um, no, I, I have, just I just made this mistake today at Chick Fil A. <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, I I used to I used to be like, oh yeah, give me give me four Polynesian sauces, and actually for a while that worked out. Four was enough. 
And then I started. Or to what notice are you that eating? I can usually just do two: chicken nuggets and waffle fries. Um, I feel like that's a lot, but okay, continue. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that it's probably a lot of. Well, that's sauce, that's the whole point. Easy. He was saying it's a lot, and he's right. But I was using it at first, and then. I started cutting down and I noticed, oh, hey, most of the time I only use three. So I, so today I went and they're like, how many Polynesian sauce packets do you want? I was like, just get me three. And I used two. <laughs> so I feel like next time I go to Chick-fil-A, I'll be like, just get me two and I'll end up using one. So. And yeah. then you'll be giving them <laughs> Polynesian sauce. And like, no, actually, Eventually. Here, well, here's some he probably has sauce. enough left over that I've, he can I've do this. <laughs> Turning them back it's, in. It's really interesting because speaking of Chick Fil A, um, I have a, a buddy who's an economic major, and he was doing uh, a research about the the ketchup packets at Chick Fil A. For those who've not been Chick Fil A, they actually have different Heinz packets. They're like little cups. Have you ever seen those before? Yeah, I've seen them. Weird. Yeah, so they're it's like um, it's like a sauce pack you get like McDonald's for your nuggets, but ketchup. Huh. But the problem was is that they were losing money on these ketchup packets. And the reason why is because people were like, I usually get like five packets for my fries. And so they would grab five of these things. But each of these containers were like three ketchup packets. Mm. So they'd end up using one and then not and like throwing away the rest. And so Chick-fil-A is like, we are getting just destroyed financially because of these giant ketchup packets. So they had to start rashing them out one at a time and then people got upset. So they're like, oh, fine, we'll just give it to you. But they had to like explain. So there's like actually writing on the packets saying, hey, 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 this is actually a lot of ketchup. Cool it, ketchup, <laughs> ketchup guy. We know you like ketchup. Hey, um, it sounds to me like Chick-fil-A is a dangerous note. place for me to go. <laughs> yeah, don't go to Chick-fil-A, Aaron. I do have a side note question, like a side question, like a okay. bonus fourth question Allow for it. Andrew. Um, yeah. How long have you been in Utah or Idaho? It has been um, three years, over three years. Okay, because you're saying ketchup and milk. <laughs> and I, uh, think I think that's. that's I think just, he's always said that. I've, yeah, that's just my life. You've always had an Idaho accent, I guess. I've just never noticed it before. <laughs> I think, I think I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think he's. I was listening before. to you, Aaron, because you guys grew up in the same place, and you don't say it. Well, so I, I mean, Andrew grew up for in Utah for a while, which is like similar. I I, I'm, I was born in Utah. I lived there until I was 11, 10, 10. And, and I have weird accent problems because my mom lived in Idaho or no, in uh, Ohio for a while. So like I say things like flag instead of flag. I say, f- wait, I say flag, flag, I say flag instead of flag, <laughs> bag, bag instead of bag. It's, uh, well, at least I we can I, all agree that we're right, and we don't by not calling them bagels. It's very true. Adam, what's your question? My question is: What failure or mistake do you not regret making? 
Um, mine is every um, date I was on until I met my wife. Oh, no, that's but for so real, sweet. Give us really a better sweet. answer. She's listening to this right now, and that's for her. <laughs> <laughs> the better answer is um, I used to always think I was a failure because I wasn't good at dating for such a long time. Like, mm. something's wrong with me. Girls don't like me. And I feel like this is, is going to get like serious now, so I'll try to make it funny. But I think that I was too worried about being with someone that I didn't enjoy myself as much as I could. So I guess in that case, it's a failure. But I don't regret taking time to like find out who I am by myself. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Actually. Yeah. But what yeah, do I, so, like, I mean? I rescind my previous comment about this answer being a bad answer. <laughs> and so I think because I'm, I've seen a lot of people, at least in our community of fellow Mormons that get married really quickly, like when they're really young. Yeah. And I think that sometimes life is more difficult when you don't know who you are. And now you're living with someone who also doesn't know who they are. Yeah, that makes sense because, because, uh, you you don't understand why you are why you do the why you do you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so if you don't like kind of understand where your thoughts and feelings are coming from and and your preferences and like what motivates you and stuff like that i got to imagine that yeah. being kind of difficult cuz it it might be pretty easy to like blame your partner for any of oh that. yeah cuz if you're figuring out like yourself and you realize like you know it frustrates me that like oh they always leave the lights on and then but like when you're like 21 or 19 or 18 god forbid and you realize like oh it's their fault because it's terrible then i feel like when you're a little bit older you realize yourself like it doesn't really matter it's not like a huge thing and i think maybe you just chill out and you realize that you're not the center of the world and you're willing to be a person yeah, so not everything Ex- is about you either. Yeah. Explain that again. I don't <laughs> Adam doesn't get it because he's still in that. <laughs> you're you're still understand. you're still learning who you are. And that, like I know because a lot of people if if you are in the, the Mormon community and you feel like a failure because you haven't found someone yet, don't feel that way. I feel like I feel like just learn to be happy now and it doesn't matter what happens really. I, I wish that's something that I could have learned when I was younger. And just enjoyed life a little bit more. That makes sense. What's this enjoyment? Hold on, I'm taking of? I'm taking notes. Hold on. <laughs> He's got his bur- bullet journal out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I what mean, Aaron knows knows knew me in those times of my life. You had, I will say, because I mean, I think I I share in your experiences in a lot of ways, but I think even even more than me for sure. I felt like you had a lot of anxiety wrapped up around um, just getting into a relationship or not. Is that correct? Do you think that would be fair to say? Oh, like, like it was like, it was like you had this drive (laughs) (laughs) to, for it, for it to happen. And I think, I mean, I, I, I suppose I did at some point, but but um yeah and then that that kind of makes you blind to like overlooking things maybe you shouldn't overlook or like 
um, filling in a lot because you're going to have a lot of blank spaces, right? Because you don't have enough information. So you just like fill it in with whatever you would you would like it to be. You know what I mean? So you like you build a a inaccurate image of who the other person is. Right. Like I for sure had did, d- done that when I was like dating or really interested in someone. And then when like you step away and you're like, Oh, that was not an accurate, accurate picture. Like I was painting this weird fantasy version of them. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that happens a lot. And especially when you want to be with someone that you're, you want the person to be something that they aren't. It's like the ends, but honestly, find the means kind of a, <laughs> right. And I think that once I got older, I, I kind of realized that, you when you're not it's not someone else's fault that you're lonely <laughs> it, it's like your own fault for and i think that's it's i don't know like i felt like i learned a lot in that time and i felt like those are things i had to learn before i could learn to like you know care about someone else mm-hmm. and it's yeah. you know and like yeah because really because really, really when you're not when you're not ready you're making the relationship about you and like that's <laughs> right that's not good i can't imagine that being good yeah. and, and i yeah. think i used to do this a lot too where i tied up my self-worth in my relationship status oh yeah i used to do that too not good so time. like dating was like going on dates was better than being single and dating somebody steady was better than going on dates regularly and like being in a serious committed relationship was the next step in like, like not the next step in the relationship, but the next step in achieving my like goal of self-worth and self-actualization when it's the exact opposite way around. Like you have to figure out what you're worth before you can try to tie somebody to you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I just, I'm just saying that I think a lot of people, maybe in our culture, find it as failure to not be married really soon or be with someone. Yeah. But I honestly think that you will probably be end up a more well-rounded person if you wait. Just I'm going to be so rounded, dude. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be like a perfect sphere, <laughs> just like super glossy. But I think I think also on the on the opposite side of that, like you don't have to beat yourself up for being sad about not being in a relationship because it's okay to want that at the same time. You just oh, yeah. can't think of yourself as less for not having it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think so. And again, that's something that's really hard to do in our culture. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's so like spoiler alert, like we had like one of our questions was going to be different and we changed it the last minute. And that's kind of what I was going to go into is like the whole, I don't know, people have, have all this stuff built up around like what you're supposed to be in life and like, oh, if you don't have this kind of career, if you don't contribute to the world in this specific way, kind of way, then your worth is less. You know what I mean? And like, like worth doesn't come from that. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so like, I remember when I realized like, that's just a whole bunch of bunk. That was like really liberating. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like super. (laughs) 
it's one of those things I wish someone just sit me down and told me at a younger age. Yeah. Or maybe I or maybe I wouldn't even listen to it when I was younger. Well, so like Yeah, for, I think somebody did tell me that and I was just like that doesn't seem It's like easy it. for you to say, bro. For <laughs> for me too though, like it works the reverse way like I have like a lot of it's so weird like I have friends who've like gotten married and have kids. You know, they're like they have like a career, they're moving on in life. You know what I mean? And they like, they like l- divorce their spouse and, you know, leave their career because they have some, some idea about fulfill or like that they need to seek something else because it's not, you know, it's not as fulfilling and it's not what they thought it would be. Like they thought when they got to that place, they would feel fulfilled and they didn't. So the obvious thing is to like throw everything else they've gotten along the way, like out the door. And it's just like, and they talk to me, they're like, yeah, man, that stuff was so dumb. And I'm like, Oh, what? Like (laughs) your relationships (laughs) with like your family and like children, like that's huge. Like, like people, people undervalue it a lot, which is like really ironic for me because I'm like, man, I would really like to have that. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so like, in the same token, people oftentimes like can idealize. I think that's what it comes down to. It's like you idealize something that is like you shouldn't idealize it either way. <laughs> My answer is different <laughs> than your <laughs> take. <clears throat> One time, if you guys, you guys have made chili before, right? Oh yeah. Yes. So like I, f- I have a personal philosophy of chili and that is that, like, if you use a recipe to make chili, you're not making chili. You're making something else. Chili. Okay, so I made chili once, and I used a recipe, but but that so what chili. did I actually? What did I make? You made like a like a like a a tomatoey stew. I don't know. It wasn't chili. Like chili has to come from like another dimension through you into being like it has to, you have to bring you have to call chili into existence this is like the exact opposite of what we were just saying about relationships. <laughs> chili you can't use a recipe you just gotta like go with what feels right you put a little of beans in there i know people are, there's no beans in chili yeah there's beans in chili you can put beans in chili so long as you're not following a recipe you can put beans in chili okay you put some meat in there. You put some spices. I don't, you know, whatever just comes to your mind, whatever you feel, you create this one individual chili that's not like all the other chilies. It has to be unique every time. Okay. Yeah. So one time I was making chili and I, and I grabbed the, the chili powders like, oh, you know, I need some chili powder in here. I'm going to dump the chili powder into the chili. I had some, you know, I had like, I had some uh, pinto beans that I had mashed up a little bit so that we'd get some of the starches out, you know? Right. And then I had some kidney beans in there and I had chorizo and ground beef and ground pork. Mm, I had all of that in there and I had some stewed tomatoes, diced stewed tomatoes, some tomato. I think I put some tomato sauce in there stirring it around and and you know what i went to grab the the chili powder and i dumped it in i was all this chili powder looks really dark and then i looked at my hand 
And I was like, that's not chili powder. That's cocoa powder. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what happened, but I just dumped a whole bunch of cocoa powder into my chili. But here's the thing. I thought, you know what? Mole has, has cocoa, has like chocolate in it. And mole right. is kind of like the, the like ancestor of chili. I, I think right. this could work. And so I just like went with it. And you know what? Chile, mole. That yeah. was that I was the that was the, the most that was the most delicious chili I've ever made in my entire life. It was like so dark and rich, and it was just amazing. So can you send me some? I'll keep it in my <laughs> fridge for six months. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see. I'll <laughs> see what I can do. Away. I mean, I can't guarantee it will be the same. You know what I mean? I can use cocoa, but like. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Like if I happen to make one like that, but yeah, I'm like not chili is like the improv comedy of food, right? Like, well, no, I feel like it's Except even more, it's, good. it's even more spiritual. It's like something from the other side is like taking you over it's and like you're catching like the Holy spirit. Yeah. Food. Like this. So the chili is coming through you into the world. Like you're giving birth to this chili. <laughs> is that what God meant by the baptism of fire in the Bible? Like, <laughs> yes, it's chili. <laughs> just get dunked in chili. <laughs> no, I want some chili roll by it. So, what about you, Adam? What mistake? Did uh, you not. What was it? What is your question? What failure or mistake do you not regret? Gotcha. Um, so mine is so a couple years ago. I was diagnosed with depression. And I think I talked about it on the show a little bit. If uh, not, there you go. While it was happening. (laughs) (laughs) If not, hey, bombshell, I have depression. Um, Really, though, no one should be surprised (laughs) (laughs) that any of us have any issue, honestly. Aaron, I think that sounded meaner than you intended. I don't think what I'm saying, we don't come off off as people – Without any mental health issues, right? <laughs> like, I'm not, that's why I won't go to a, a psychologist because I don't want to find out. <laughs> that's like, you well, don't want to go to the doctor because you're afraid you'll have cancer. Because if I don't find out, it could be anything. <laughs> it could like, be. I really don't, I have this lump. On my chest, it could be cancer. Well, but I've if I talked go to about the doctor. Then I'll know. Listen, <laughs> this is of a kind because I've talked about the lump on my head that's growing. That I refuse to have, you, have you gotten that no. checked out? By the way, I haven't. It's gotten bigger. <laughs> you, it's gonna be like another else. head on my head. <laughs> Anyhow, I guess if I guess if it's outside of your skull, it's not the worst kind yeah. of cancer you can have in your head. There you go. Thank you for being positive. Adam, what's your depression story? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So my depression story. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, And like around that time in my life, I pretty much failed everything. I was failing my classes. I was like I was failing at being myself because that's Mm -hmm. how depression works. Yeah. Um, That should be an easy A. (laughs) Yeah. It should be. be depressing. But then you get depression and you're like, I don't even know what I like anymore. Do I like things? <laughs> um, and so, like, at the time, it really sucked. But looking back on it, like, even though my life was basically just a, 
a stream of constant failure for about six months before I finally ended up like getting help and starting to manage it. Mm. I don't regret that time because I learned a lot about myself. Um, I learned how to be a more empathetic person. I learned how to examine my emotions and I'm still not perfect at it, but I learned techniques about how to not suppress things in order to not go into that headspace anymore. And I learned about, I learned about empathy and I, I learned how to think about people other than myself um, mm. which is a really interesting way to like kind of come out of a depression is to realize that you matter very little. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that made me less depressed, but um, it's weird how that works. Like, I don't know. Yeah, then, like, I sh- then I should realizing I wasn't the center. <laughs> like realizing I wasn't the center of the universe, like made my problems seem smaller. I know. I, I, I agree more relatable to other people. I think that's what helped me with my depression is I realized is like, you know, my choices aren't really going to affect the huge outcomes of life. You know, like, as long as I'm nice like, to people and I'm not selfish or a jerk, I'll be okay. I got it. Like, that takes a lot of pressure off your back because it's like, you're not, you're not, your decisions aren't impacting the entire universe. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's really Just interesting. Like- realizing like oh hey this doesn't matter to anyone except for me and that's enough you know well it's i was gonna comment this on the other question we were gonna do but i think there's no problems with starting over and i wish i had realized that before because i think there's so many times you're like i'm gonna mess this up i'm gonna have to retake this class or i'm gonna have to like move away so uh, that I'm, I'm so wise i need man i need to remember i suck it and it's and so i was remembering and i was actually so uh, one of my three jobs right now is i'm I, I ta for um the java class uh-huh. and what we're doing is we're making a, a calculator for android apps and i'm trying to help the students and we're using a, a service called github which most software developments use you just put all of your code online and then you take it on your computer and then change it and push it back up. Um, but we, yeah, you I get, set you up. create, you create what's called a suppository. Yeah. A suppository. GitHub That's suppository. A good way to put it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know anything about GitHub, so I'm just assuming that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It's, it's some people call it repository, but <laughs> don't, don't tell them. Okay. But anyway, so, <laughs> Um, I have the students like sign into the GitHub and then take it down and then open a branch to it and start working on it. Mm. Or even just taking pulling down the code and working on it. And these students like like Andrew, I destroyed the code. I destroyed the calculator. It is not working. I can't do it. I broke it. It's screwed. Everyone can't do this anymore. I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. I didn't give you right access. You can't change the code. <laughs> and they're like, okay, that's good to know, but I, mine is destroyed. I'm like, don't worry about it. Just erase it off your machine and re-pull it down. And they're like, no, I need to fix this. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It could take you two hours to try to fix this, or you could spend <laughs> five minutes and just start over. And it's really interesting because for the first like three or four weeks of class, no one wants to do it. No one wants to just start over. They want to fix what they have. I'm like, no, don't. it's, Writing code is a lot quicker the second time if it's the same code. And they're like, no, I just don't want to do it. But after like, a while, people just do it. Like, it's their first thing before they even ask for me for help. Like, I already repulled it. 
I'm like, awesome. So now your problems are solved. It's just weird how that works sometimes. Yeah, man, that's really true. Dang yeah, it. So depression was like my GitHub suppository. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was it was the branch. <laughs> You're living your life and you think that you can destroy it, but you in the end you you can always be okay. You said yeah. you no, said but- brew <laughs> you said brew install depression. <laughs> Pseudo install depression. Um yeah, like I I do feel like um that's pretty much what happened with my life for those six months. I was like, no, I can fix this, and then I was like, oh no, I can just kind of let go and restart. Like um like I I failed classes, like I'd never failed classes before. Like I'd literally never done that before in my life. And I was like, oh wait, I can just take it again. <laughs> like <laughs> like I failed something and I'm still here. It's fine. So, man, yeah, you guys are really saucing my brain noodle tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, it's very good. Oh, wait, I got to do the, there we go. I was clicking it. I was clicking it, but like, I wasn't actually in the program. So Mm. we did live, live the tape. (laughs) (laughs) Anything could happen. Andrew, what's, uh, what's your question? Hey, what was the most epic fail you have ever witnessed? Ooh, buddy. I'm witnessing a lot of epic fails. But the one that comes to mind is uh, when me and my siblings used to take uh, swimming lessons. And um, we took them at the at Apple Valley Middle School. And they had like a, like, I think they had like, two or three swimming pools back there. It was really nice. Um, and they had like a high dive board and that was like the reward. You know, you do your lesson, you get to go jump off the high dive board, um, which was like equal parts terrifying and exhilarating. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do know oh, what you mean. You guys like nobody said anything. I thought you all died. No, oh, no, we're no, still here. I, I thought it was, no, I thought it was a boring. rhetorical okay, thing, but then you said, you get what I mean, and then you pause, like you're expecting an answer. <laughs> I just literally, I couldn't hear anything, and I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a bad story. I can handle that. So, um, we, I, we're, Remember we're what doing... we just said about failure. Just <laughs> lean into it. <laughs> uh, start again. When I was a kid, we took swim lessons. <laughs> um and and so one day this kid got up on the high dive and he's like everybody like he wanted to get everybody's attention and he did what i think he believed was going to be a dive oh no but but <laughs> what, turned, what did he else could he but, believe it could but, be but turned into a belly flop Oh, from no. like, I mean, the thing is like 20 feet up in the air. And so it's like flap. It just sounds like someone, someone just s- was holding on to like a stake and slapped it as hard as they could against the concrete. <laughs> and then you see him go underwater and you see him float, like sink down, but his shorts were left there. 
just floating. <laughs> and they and what had happened is oh. he he had hit the water so hard that it had ripped his shorts off of like in half. Like and his body <laughs> exited the shorts as he sank down. And he finally like came back up and swam over to the side. And it was like the 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 anticipation as he was like still underwater, like What's he gonna do when he comes up? What's he gonna do when he comes up? <laughs> What's his game plan? What's his, and he, what and he came happen? up and he was at the edge of the pool, and he realized his shorts were in the middle of the pool. And he's like, "Oh crap!" Oh. <laughs> and he swam back to the middle of the pool and got oh, his shorts no. and tried to put them on and like held them on as he got up and went to the bathroom or something. But um, that was like that was just <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's, I mean, that's it. It's not a long story, but it's a good one. I like it. It was pretty good. It's, it's I mean, I always enjoy a good, like, Hey, this game. I, I mean, I'm surprised game. the kid didn't die, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> but he survived. Is he a stomach replacement. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know where that kid is today. He's it's running the country. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's name. Barack Obama. <laughs> You know what? He was black. <laughs> and he did have a similar haircut. So could be him. I don't know if that's racist or not. Could be him. <laughs> it feels a little racist. It's it's not, like it's, it's not like he's like a cusp. he could be him. <laughs> How do you not I mean he could have had that same haircut when he was a little kid. We it's could we, we could have been the same age. Who knows? And then I could be president. Like he just Stepped into a time warp or something? No, okay, it wasn't him. But <laughs> he did. Well, the reason is when you said it, I was like, he could kind of look like him. That's what I was thinking in my head. Like he did kind of look like him. Obviously, it wasn't him. I don't remember what anyone looks like from how long ago. <laughs> Everyone is just his face. His face. Of, his face of like terror and pain and confusion when he blooped up. <laughs> out of the water and I I look I looked at him in the eyes is like forever burned into my brain. So Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean anytime uh, Adam you want to just Oh, sorry. I was messing with some of my levels. Uh I need to turn him down. A level of Stardew Valley? Valley? <laughs> is that No, my Recording. Okay, I fixed it. Uh, yeah, so uh, the biggest fail that I've ever seen. So when I was in high school, for some reason, there was this program literally called Teen Court, which sounds like a sitcom, but it wasn't. It was a real thing that existed that I participated in. It sounds like Not a TV of, show on Nickelodeon in the late 90s. It, it does. It sounds exactly Welcome like to Teen Court. Like I'm, I'm eighty percent sure that if I Google Teen Court right now, I'll find either a '90s Nickelodeon series or some YouTube series that somebody has produced. I feel like, like hey, Amanda Bynes starred as the judge in that series. <laughs> that didn't really exist. Now I have to Google it. <laughs> no, you're supposed to tell Not us now. the story. Okay. No, don't do so, that. So <laughs> um, I participated in Teen Court, and basically what it was, it was if a teenager got in trouble, they could plead guilty and go to Teen Court for sentencing. 
No way. And this, support was, was, <laughs> this was like legit school discipline. No, not like legal discipline. Well, what? Wait. Like this was in an actual courthouse. <laughs> Wait. Like they like teens who had been actually arrested by real police officers. What? what? <laughs> Where did you grow up? This was in Kentucky. Oh, well. Was Andy Griffith your sheriff? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Okay, so so the teens basically do- how it worked legally, I think, was they agreed to participate in arbitration conducted by teen court. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! So they had already they had already pled guilty to what they had done. They were just trying to get as light of a sentence as possible by doing ch- by going to teen court I a court run mind. entirely by teens <laughs> i changed my mind i would watch that reality show hard but for <laughs> teens welcome to teen court i would watch so, it so hard uh the prosecutors were teens the defense was teens the jury was teens who decided on like the actual sentences those were also teens. This is just amazing. I can't where were the this. where were the adults? <laughs> I think there was an adult who was the judge. This is so good. I can't believe this really happened. I can't believe I, can't believe I haven't told you guys. About uh, yeah, this I earlier. can't believe like this is the first time I'm hearing about this. This is amazing. Oh, <laughs> so did you ever participate in teen court? Yes. I Yeah, no, like this is this is an epic fail that I witnessed in teen court. Um, <laughs> well, no, so teen, so teen court is not the epic fail. <laughs> no. This is just you're setting the scene for the epic <laughs> fail. Teen court's just the place you're at. Exactly. As you do. <laughs> I participated on the jury a couple times. I think for oh. this specific story, I was on the jury of teen court. Oh man! Um, and what had happened was somebody was caught stealing from their grandmother mm. by their grandmother, and their grandmother called the police on them, and they got arrested. Dang! So, like, and that's not even the epic fail part. Um, and so while they were on the stand. They were asking them about what had happened because they'd already pled guilty to the theft. They were just trying to get as light of a sentence as possible because that's all we were in charge of was the sentencing. Right. And legally binding sentencing, by the way, run by teens. <laughs> Could just, you guys have just, just been like uh, the death penalty? <laughs> <laughs> some some judge guys... runs up like, no, 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 no death penalty. Recommend <laughs> no, 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 the no, no, death no, no, penalty? No. <laughs> Oh, um, if I was on that court, I'd be like all the time. Give him life. Just give him life. <laughs> life without parole. <clears throat> Where's the guillotine? <laughs> um, squad, please. So the kids there stole from his grandma. Oh, yeah. So the kids there stole from his grandma. He was telling the story of this and he was like, you know, it was just like an impulse thing. Um, it was just, it was an accident. I saw it was there and I didn't, I wasn't even thinking, I just wanted it and I took it and I feel bad about it. Um, and that was it. And then, and then the teens on the prosecution started pressing a little bit and they were like, wait a second, 
So your grandmother was in the grocery store. And he was like, yeah. And you were in the backseat of the car. And he was like, yeah. And then you climbed into the front seat of the car and stole money out of the glove box, which was locked, that you had to break into. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, yeah. And you're saying that that you just did all of that that took like 15 minutes on an impulse. And he was like, yeah. So uh, we gave him life in prison because that was just a really <laughs> dumb story. To be fair, I, on an impulse, I've accidentally like driven to Walmart and bought a terrible movie and left and watched it. So <laughs> <laughs> I should have been his defense is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, it's the savage defense, is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this like ah, this, chess? The There's no chess in team court. Yeah. So couldn't, the jury couldn't went a... back and we deliberated for a little bit and we're like, that doesn't sound very impulsive. That's not a very good story. So we <laughs> gave him life in prison. <laughs> Wait, did he get life in prison? Did the judge was like, yeah, okay. No, we oh. gave him community service or something. Okay. <laughs> what, was, what was the hardest sentence you could uh, give? Um, I feel like most of these are community service. Yeah, most of them were community service. <laughs> I think we could send people to juvie. I'm not 100% though. It's like, I don't see you trying a lot of cases where someone got beat half to death. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. I um, I think we did do, we might have done some assault, but like light assault. <laughs> <laughs> like tripping? I don't understand what light assault is in this case. Like, oh, he punched me and I punched him and now we're in trouble. Some light treason. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could send people to juvie for like up to 30 days or something. I can't believe this is the first time I've heard about teen court. I need to see if there's more places that do this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, at, Andrew, it's your turn. Oh, man, there's a whole Wikipedia thing on teen court. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I know that I said that you've witnessed, but I'm going to... Uh, change a little bit this is a story that i heard secondhand okay um just just a few weeks ago um and they these people that were telling me this um heard this from the people that happened to um so it was a it was uh like last month maybe early or late last year um so they there's apartment of four people three of them uh worked in upper idaho for the weekend and anyway they're coming home late one night and um they come home and their their front door is locked which is weird because they don't lock it ever and this is like an apartment complex so this is on the top floor and so like that's weird so they unlock the door and they walk in they look around and their kitchen is covered with tarps and their front room is covered with tarps and their roommate is laying down and there's a woman on top of him, and he's oh, about to com- compromise uh-oh. himself. Oh, no, 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 no. Donald, no, <laughs> no, oh, and this, and they make eye contact <laughs> with everyone involved. Oh, and, just, <laughs> and did it anyway? And they're like, well, this is not going to stop, apparently, because we oh. held eye contact for so long. And then they left. And oh. then they came, and the other roommate walked in to make sure that this is also something that the other roommate saw. And then they left. And then the third roommate came in. 
You gotta <laughs> go sure in this there. Works. Anyway, so the next day, um, they're talking about like this is this is we gotta talk about this. <laughs> like how do you how do you sleep in the same building as that person once you know that this happens? Yeah, right. Like once I mean, you look, see I'm that, not like, trying to judge, you... but the but the tarps that for whatever reason the tarps are what really bother me here. <laughs> like they, well, they didn't want any splashback. But why? Like um, the tarp. But, but why were the tarps, the tarps everywhere? The comforting part. Like <laughs> why were they gonna move around? What? <laughs> What was like the into tactical other purpose of the tarps everywhere? <laughs> Why? I like the tarps are the most c- comforting part because that shows that they were at least being considerate. Well, there's a, there, I mean, who didn't notice a man and a woman going up flights of stairs with, with tarps? Because <laughs> you're like, either someone's you're... getting murdered or someone is going to compromise themselves to the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Been that I know the, I know the perfect way to handle this. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Send them to teen court. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, though, of this story is yeah. so they're like, we got to talk about this. So they're, they're talking in the front room. And then he finally comes out and he's like, I don't know why you guys are upset. At least I used tarps. <laughs> <laughs> At least I used tarps. Yeah, and so that's the, the term that I've been using a lot. <laughs> we'll get up. I don't know why you're upset. At least I need some tarps. Um, <laughs> the people telling me this, though, they told me, like, as they were telling the story, we were sitting in their front room. I'm like, how did you not just, like, leave the house? Like, I'm like, can't did, touch anything. How did you not burn everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that story was just, like, if I were going to give it medals. <laughs> I wouldn't give it bronze. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't give it silver. I think I'd have to give it the gold. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd also love to for you to check out the other shows on Good Stuff FM, our podcast home. There's other good shows on there. Go check them out. We'd also love to hear from you. Where can people get a hold of you? Um, I'm that Adam kid on Twitter. I'm a underscore Sav on Twitter. Um, I am Aaron LM Goodwin on Twitter, or um, you can just uh, get a hold of me on lo.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still. I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can buy that (laughs) web space. (laughs) Oh, other than that, uh, I want you to remember how good my uh, number two joke was. If you forgot, it was very, very good. (laughs) I also want you to remember uh, that uh, sometimes failure is just uh, just uh, success in reverse. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> and I also I also want you to remember that uh, hey, at least I use tarps 
<laughs> <laughs> and other than that, I want you to remember to question everything.